Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lentzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. And my guest on the podcast today is Danielle West. Danielle is the Director of Public Relations and Marketing at LifeServe Blood Center. And Danielle, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. The reason that we're talking to Danielle today is because January is National Blood Donor Awareness Month. And uh, we thought we'd spend a few moments talking about that today to hopefully give people some additional information and encourage you, if you're listening today, to become a blood donor. And I probably where we're going to start today, uh, Danielle, is really just talking about why people should donate blood. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great question to kick us off to. You know, this is really the only way that we get life-saving blood products to hospitals is from volunteer blood donors. We can't create blood in any other way than getting it from a volunteer blood donor. And to us, it's something simple, easy for people to do, and it truly does impact lives in your community. LifeServe is your community blood center, which means we supply all of the blood products to your hospital and surrounding hospitals. So if you're donating blood in your community, it is truly going to help your community hospital and your neighbors. And one donation can actually impact three different lives in your community. Danielle, one of the questions that I get quite often when I try to encourage people to become blood donors, especially for those people who are first-time donors, they don't really understand exactly how blood donation works, and so there's a there's a little bit of trepidation and fear about you know what will actually happen, uh, you know, when I'm giving blood. So maybe for just a moment, you can talk a little bit about that procedure and uh, how easy it, it is actually to donate blood. Yes, absolutely. The average time it takes to donate is around 45 minutes to an hour, and that is from start to finish. So when you come in to donate, you need a form of identification to get registered. We ask you um, a health and history questionnaire, which you can actually do prior to your donation as well to save you time at your donation. And that just goes through some travel information, medication, history information that will help us determine if you're able to donate blood. Then after that, we do what we call a mini physical. Well, we'll check your hemoglobin, temp, pulse, blood pressure, a couple things to just make sure that, again, you're okay and able to donate blood. And then truly the donation part of the entire process takes five to ten minutes. On average, someone can donate a pint of blood in five to ten minutes. So that's really the shortest time frame of the entire process. Then after your donation, we have snacks and orange juice and apple juice and water to make you feel good. We let you hang out in our uh, donor area for a little bit before you take off. But again, that's around 45 minutes to an hour from start to finish. And a lot of people also assume that they're not eligible to donate for various reasons. That's why we go through all of those steps prior to their donation. But people can also give us a call ahead of their donation if they have specific questions that we can help answer. Well, the snack part of that sure sounds awfully good to me, so I might yeah. uh, <laughs> I would encourage anybody, just come for the snacks. All the rest of that stuff will take care of itself. My guest right. on the my yes, guest the on butters. Yeah, my guest on the podcast today is Danielle West. Danielle is the director of public relations and marketing at LiveServe Blood Center. And we're talking about National Blood Donor Awareness Month, uh, which is what we are celebrating here in January. 
another question that I receive quite often, Danielle, is people wonder how much blood actually gets taken and if that's going to cause them any sort of physical issues. Yes, that's a great question, and we do all the right things ahead of their donation to make sure that it is okay to take that pint of blood from them. So we take a pint of blood, and that pint includes red cells, platelets, and plasma, which is why we say one donation can truly impact three different lives, because we then take that back to our lab separate it out into red cells, platelets, and plasma, and it's going to help three different people getting those products. Um, but that's how much we take, and we make sure that they are A-okay to donate before they come in. We also in, um, encourage donors to drink a lot of water, eat a good meal before they come. That always helps people feel better as well. And then your body actually replaces what you lost during your donation within 24 to 36 hours. So, And then we also defer our donors for eight weeks before they can come back in just to ensure that their body is good to go before they give another pint of blood. And, and not to belabor the point, Danielle, but I think it is important to, to stress this. You know, I, I just think that people need to understand that uh, giving blood is a safe activity to engage in. Uh, so I, I don't know what other uh, sort of assurance you can give folks, but I, but I think it's important for them to understand this is a safe activity for them. Absolutely. We use all sterile equipment. When we pull out the blood bag and everything we're using for each donor, that is brand new. We do not reuse anything. So we open all of our supplies up when a donor presents, and then whatever we don't use with that donor, we toss or recycle for other purposes. But everyone gets their own brand new kit is what we call it when they come in to donate. So it's very sterile, very clean. We are heavily regulated by the FDA. So they uh, look at us all the time to make sure that we're meeting their requirements. We have an entire quality department to make sure that we're doing all the right things for our blood donor safety and the patient safety. So it's definitely a safe thing to do. Um, and we want to make sure that people feel safe when they're coming in and out and giving that gift of life. My guest on the podcast today is Daniel West. Danielle is the Director of Public Relations and Marketing at LifeServe Blood Center. And we're talking about National Blood Donor Awareness Month here in January. Uh, Danielle, who can give blood and how often can they do that? Blood donors can be 16 and 17. We just need a parental consent. So if they're 16 or 17, we have a parental consent at all of our blood drives, or they can find it online and bring it with them. If they're 18 or older, they are able to donate. We really don't have a max age. Um, we have donors that are in their 80s and 90s still giving. So I would say 16 and up, uh, as far as age, you're able to give. You do need to weigh at least 120 pounds to be able to donate, and then in generally good health. A lot of people assume based on a medication or where they traveled or if they've had a tattoo or if they've had cancer that they're not able to give, and those regulations change all the time. So we always encourage people to give us a call and ask those questions before they assume that they're not eligible because most of the time they actually are able to come in and donate. You know, the other question I think I get probably more often than any other is when it comes to actually giving blood, are there some people who probably would not qualify to be blood donors? 
Yes, absolutely. There are definitely medications. If people are on a blood thinner, that may impact their ability to donate blood. If they've had a blood cancer before, um, if they don't weigh enough, if they're not healthy at the moment, um, if they lived in or traveled to certain areas of the country um, or the world at certain times, those are all different things that we have to look at. Um, but again, it changes a lot. So we always tell people to check with us before you assume that you're not able to. And we would love to answer that question before they come in. If they're worried about taking the time to come in and not being able to, we have nurses on call um, six days a week that can help answer those questions. Would it be fair to say, Danielle, that if uh, that all things being equal, most most people most people would be uh, you know eligible to donate blood? Yes, I would say if people are in generally good health and meet the age and weight requirements, most of the time they are able to come in and donate. Uh, so again, we hope that they give it a try, but I think we do have a lot of people that just assume that they're not for various reasons that may have changed years ago. Yeah, so we would like people to contact you in advance, and we'll, in just a minute we're going to provide some contact information so anyone who's listening today will get an opportunity to, to find out a little bit more about that. Uh, our podcast today is on National Blood Donor Awareness Month. That's what we're celebrating here in January. My guest is Danielle West. Danielle is the Director of Public Relations and Marketing at uh, LifeServe Blood Center. And a couple of last questions for you, Danielle. First of all, what's our current need for, for blood? You know, we always see a dip in donations throughout the winter months and the holiday season. So we've definitely felt a dip over the, the winter weather that we've had. If we get winter weather, we've also had to cancel blood drives and close our locations. So that always impacts the blood supply as well. And then the holidays, you know, we're closed on Christmas, we're closed on New Year's, um, we're closed various days throughout the year. So that always impacts us too. Closing one whole day can really impact the level of our blood supply. So I would say right now, we are in need of every blood type. A lot of people ask what blood types needed most. Truly, we could use every blood donor right now. We hope to have a four to five day supply on hand of every blood type at all times. And some of our blood right now is at a one to two day supply. So we always tell people, come on in and we can tell you what donation is right for your blood type. It might depend if you're an O negative or O positive, we probably want your red cells and ask you to do a whole blood or double red donation. If you're a different blood type and we might need not need your red cells at this time, but might need your plasma or platelets, we have donor centers throughout the entire state as well where we collect those products. So we always tell people, come on in because we can truly use any donation right now to keep our blood supply stable, especially during the winter when we don't know when the next snowstorm will come. And uh, I think people need to know how many uh, clients that LifeServe actually has in the, in the area that you cover because it's pretty vast. It is. We are in a tri-state region, so we supply blood products to 130 hospitals across Iowa, Nebraska, and South Dakota. And what that means is we are the only blood provider to these hospitals, so they only get their blood products from LifeServe and LifeServe blood donors. So we absolutely need those community blood donors to continue to come out throughout the year so we can support our hospital needs. And another thing a lot of people don't know is cancer patients are actually the number one recipient of blood products. A lot of them get 
blood product, blood transfusions after their treatment to help their body regenerate and feel better. And that's where a lot of our blood products go. And unfortunately, we all know someone impacted by cancer, and they're in the hospital year-round needing those blood donations. Danielle, I'm hoping that some of the people who are listening to the podcast today are going to be uh, sufficiently motivated that they'll want to find out more about how they can give blood and where they can go to do that. If, if people would like to do that, what, what sort of a phone number or website can we send them to in order to be able to, to get more information? Absolutely. Our website is lifeserveBloodCenter.org or they could give us a call at 800-287-4903 or if they find us on social media we can help answer their questions that way as well. My guest on the podcast today has been Danielle West, the Director of Public Relations and Marketing at LifeServe Blood Center. Danielle, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it too. The, the topic on our podcast today is National Blood Donor Awareness Month, and we encourage everyone who's listening. If you're not currently an active blood donor, please find out how you might be able to go, go about doing that, whether you're in Crawford County or whether you're in another part of the state or the world and happen to be listening to our podcast today. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.